going to do the devil's work. San Gonichiwa, Watashiwa Lee, and I'm Mark. Yeah, <laughs> I'm <laughs> fucking. Hell. I didn't know you've been like learning other languages, Lee. Oh, I'm a man of many secret fucking skills. Did you get it right there, or did you just go? I like bananas. Yeah, and I'm Lee. No, it's correct. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's correct. I'll take your word on that. I, 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 I do dabble with the Japanese a little bit. Anyway, um, <laughs> you dabble with the Japanese. Dabble with the Japanese. <laughs> Today we're going to be reviewing two films. Um, we're going to be reviewing Hellraiser that came out a couple of weeks ago, and Halloween Ends. Mm. And all I'm going to say at this point is, one's a good review and one's a bad review. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's really a matter of do we want to do the good first or the bad first? Shall we, shall we do the good first? We can do because I don't want us to be angry by the time we get still when we get to the good one. Now save your anger for the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll but be, let it boil up inside yeah. you. <laughs> we'll, we'll start off fairly positively. Yeah. Well, the good review will be, we think we both agree, Hellraiser. Yeah. Which we both loved. Um, I think well, you said it best when you said this is the third best Hellraiser yeah. and you're not wrong. Yeah. I wouldn't say loved. I loved it. But I enjoyed it for what it did. I do have some issues with it, but visually and all that sort of thing and the story I liked, I like how it... The, should we start this properly? You, we, do you want to go through the movie, or rather than me burble? How do you want? <laughs> go through the movie. I don't know. Have you, have you taken any notes? No, I haven't. Uh, but I can go on IMDb and be being cheap. <laughs> so I wrote a paragraph, so that's a good sign because I was I, I just wrote down all I've written was don't solve puzzles for rich sadists. I thought that was a given, though. You don't really have to <laughs> yeah. don't do anything for well, rich sadists. Some people clearly didn't realise that. Let's have a look. Okay. Yeah, I was going to do notes last night, but I decided to watch a film instead, and then I fell asleep. Ah, so fair enough. I didn't, and then I got up this morning and had to work, so mm. it all went tits up a bit. Oh, look, there's a dog barking. <laughs> oh, look, there's a dog barking. <laughs> Hark, <laughs> Hark, are you hear a dog? <laughs> Hark. Hark the bark. <laughs> Hark the bark. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, Hellraiser came out uh, this, was it? It was October, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And uh, directed by David Bruckner, who also directed uh, The Ritual, which you really liked. Oh, yes, I did. And I enjoyed it. Mm. And The Night House, which I thought was great as well. I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, it's good. Okay. Yeah, I like The Night House. And starring, oh, I'm going to fucking annihilate this name, Odessa Azion as Riley, who, for all intents and purposes, is the Kirsty Cotton yeah. character. You remember? No! Come to Daddy. Um, and then a lot of other fuckers that I don't know from anything and most notably in this one uh, the lead Cenobite or the Hell Priestess or Pinhead if you want to call it that uh, is played by Jamie Clayton who is a trans woman and that's been the main bone of contention for most people I think I don't fucking get what their problem is A I don't give a shit anyway no in that not in a mean way just in a I don't I don't care what someone's gender, sexual preference, or skin colour is. It doesn't matter. People are people. They're even nice sort of twats. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's if they suit the role. Or, and well, also... You should be moaning if they're shit. Yeah. In the, and, and she wasn't at all. And have they not read the books? No, that's what, this is the you point know, I made. When I well, posted, the hellbound heart, anyway, because... Yeah, I posted on um, hmm. Facebook, because I, I, I left so many different... Like horror groups that day because I was just fucking sick to death. It was just like wall to wall hatred spewed at the fact that that Pinhead's played by a trans woman, and I was like, you don't understand what Hellraiser is. Yeah, it couldn't be more fucking LGBTQ, could it? I mean, Clive Barker's gay for starters. That's no secret. No. The, the yeah the uh, the the well, the were described as androgynous in the yeah. more the feminine. Look, the than look of the characters was based on S and M culture anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and the whole the, thing the the. Yeah, like you said, the the uh, is it androg- androgeneity, the androgynousness of the <laughs> the androgynism. Yeah, 
But yeah, the Cenobites were supposed to be androgynous in that same way that like angels are kind of not really supposed to have any Aren't they like eunuchs or sex or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they're just yeah. People who are moaning about that shit just really don't understand. The only, their only knowledge of Hellraiser is obviously from the original film series, mm. and but that's not what it is. If you yeah, read the Hellbound Heart, and you'll see for yourself. Yeah. And like I say, uh, I mean Clive Barker, I think was quite actively involved in this. I believe so. Yeah, I haven't. People read. Are like, oh, Clive Barker will be spinning in his grave. Not that he's dead. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> I mean, he's not dead. He had a hand in it. He's gay. I mean, a lot of Barker's work is quite sort of sexual. There's that eroticism or yeah. sexuality to it. But I think that was that was the thing that didn't quite make the film for me because it didn't have that kind of fetishism in mm. a way. It it was there a little bit, but it wasn't that sort of dark side of it of that that combination of pleasure and pain, which was more prevalent in the the original film, yeah. wasn't there as much for me. And this one wasn't as visceral. It was... No, you might be right about that. It wasn't it as wasn't. juicy and wet, you know? <laughs> he likes his films, though. He likes his women. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to answer that one. Or his watermelon. His watermelon, yeah. I like them moist and firm. <laughs> I like my women like I like my coffee. Ground up and in a cup. <laughs> With some milk. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, that was it, it. It didn't have that pleasure and pain kind of like, which is part of that S and M thing where one thing ends and the other one begins, or where they intermesh, so you can't tell one from the other. There were things about it that I really, really liked, though. I liked mm. the introduction of the idea that the person who solves the box then gets cut. So, pardon the pun, it's more clear cut who is going to end up. Because I mean, it was always, I always felt that was that was kind of vague and all over the place in the original series. You open the box, but you're not necessarily going to be the one that fucking no. ends up in the shit, if you like, if taken away. Uh, Although, this one marks you to indicate clearly that if you open the box, you're the one that's going to end yeah, up. because your blood is the kind of thing that yeah. breaks the seal, doesn't it? Yeah, I always found that the idea of who opened the box in the original film series was kind of all over the shop a little bit. I did like in um, Hellraiser 2, though, when... Dr. Chenard gets the, the, the girl who can do puzzles to open a box and when Pinner turns up he tells him like no because it's yeah, not yeah. hands that call us it is desire, desire or something yeah. like she, the girl had no idea what she was doing and it was all Dr. Chenard's doing which is why they got which I really like that Yeah. plus of course Doug Bradley's delivery is just fucking amazing yeah I mean I'm not taking anything away from Doug Bradley he's fucking amazing in that role mm. everything that is, the way he holds himself his voice yeah. his very calm demeanour which annoyingly I think is what started ruining the films later on when they made him more of an angry presence yeah. like Pinhead was always very calm I think Jamie Clayton in this one she, she plays it in a very calm patient way as yeah. well. oh I, I thought she like was that. fantastic in it. Yeah. and the other thing I really liked is the design of the uh, Cenobites the fact that they, they, they replaced like all the leather of like their clothes are made of flaps of their own skin and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. is really cool yeah. and some of them look I like the, was it the Gasp the one with the skin Coming from the head. Or, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. And the other one was called, it was something to do with asphyxiation. The old asphyxy wank. Oh, yeah. And where his skin had been poured over his face, so every time it spoke, it was as if it was like running out of air. Yeah. That yeah, was that quite was cool. cool and clever as well. I think the only one, I'll, and you didn't see a lot of it, there was one that was just like skin. It was just its face on a structure, but no skull or anything behind it. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, the fuck is that? Oh, we don't, you don't really see them enough to... Yeah. I think, and and that was one I didn't really notice till later on. So he was like, "Oh, where'd that, I didn't see that one before. Where'd that come from?" Yeah, I don't mind too much, but they didn't. I don't know. There was just odd, a, a few little moments where I didn't. I didn't know who was who. No, you know, you, you tell me from the original one. You like a chatter, yeah, I know that. Well, they had a chatter in yeah. this one, which was fucking enormous. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I mean, I recognise that because I knew it from the other ones. But and then you're like Butterball, yeah, I know who that was. And then you just like Pinhead and the female Cenobite. They, mm. they were really identifiable. Whereas in this one, you're telling me that. Well, not you, but you know they're going. Well, one's called the gasp, and one's called this. I mean, the one with the skin over his face could have been the gasp because he was gasping for air or whatever. Yeah. It was a bit. I wouldn't. Have, but they didn't mention their names in the film anyway, so that's no. Besides no. the point, in a way, but they didn't. Yeah, they didn't mention the yeah. names in the uh, original film. No, that's kind of like further down the line. Yeah, learned well, and even they were probably like more monikers given to him. Like, yeah, this like pinhead and things like that isn't wasn't the character's name. No, I mean chatter and things, but it was in the. Probably in the credits, wasn't it? Yeah. Stuff like that. But yeah, so I, I wouldn't... If you told me the name of one, say, oh, like the Gasp, I wouldn't be able to tell you which Cenobite that was, probably. Mm. But it didn't matter because I liked the designs. Yeah. 
And I think everybody really was just in it to see how Jamie Clayton portrayed the lead Cenobite. Yeah. And she was brilliant. Yeah, I really, really liked her. Yeah, completely on board with her portrayal of, mm. of, uh, of the Hell Priestess. I thought she was great. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And the other thing that we both sort of discussed afterwards and commented on was the soundtrack. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, I, I listened to it the other day while I was doing some writing, and it's really fucking good. Mm. And it, it's uh, it's its own sort of thing, but it uses parts of uh, Christopher Young's score throughout. And even the, the parts that aren't his could be. Yeah. You know... Yeah, it, it make the soundtrack makes it feel part of the other two stories, yeah. but it's still got its own. It's got its own flavour whilst having an, enough little nods and hints to the original one that it feels part of that same universe. I think my biggest problem with it, without um, being like copying it completely, kind of thing. If yeah, you know my mean. biggest problem with the film, uh, and there were a few. The story was kind of yeah, yeah, no. neither here nor there. You didn't really give too much of a shit about the characters. Mm. At times, I found their whole quest, if you like, a little confusing. Yeah, the dude waited six fucking years to. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, that's a long time to have a device jammed in you, tweaking your nerves. I like that though. <laughs> it was cool, but you, really... I'd, I'd be like, fucking six minutes, mate. I'm done with this shit. Not yeah. like six years. I've been under this for another few years. <laughs> and that, that was the other thing because I thought he would have picked power, but I suppose in a way he already had what he perceived yeah. as power so it, it kind of made sense I mean that dude was his name Voight or something was uh, was basically the Chenard character yeah in this a, film. yeah I mean he even even so far as he'd like obviously been studying the uh, configuration box and mm. he had like charts and stuff on his walls of the Cenobites and things like that much like Chenard did in yeah. Hellbound but yeah I didn't really give too much of a fuck I mean in the first one I loved the characters that weren't the Cenobites I liked Frank oh yeah 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 like they Larry were, yeah. like yeah. Kirsty Julia was a great villain I mean oh yeah because the yeah. Cenobites in these films aren't the villains. No, they're just a byproduct of. They just turn up when they're asked to to yeah. clear up shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not, and sort of they're more observers than villains. Yeah. They're not. They're not forcing their evil upon people. Well, then, yeah. I mean, technically, what they're doing is they're not evil anyway, as such. You, you a person has called them because they're looking for something <laughs> more than what they've been able to experience so far. It's like let me say about pushing experiences to the further boundaries or whatever it is. It's, it's that you're chasing that. Yeah. They're kind of chasing the physical dragon rather than the. Yeah, Julia and Frank were the villains of the original series, and yeah. and yeah. this that Voight character is the villain of the and the, the I mean we do spoilers here because Probably, um, yeah yeah spoiler alert what was the name <laughs> of the main character I've forgotten already uh, I'll, yeah I can't remember anyway it, her Not boyfriend Kirsty. her boyfriend is probably like the Julia character yeah 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 which I didn't really I didn't see, see that no, coming I didn't yeah he's basically so the, the, the human beings are still the villains of this piece and the Cenobites yeah just come in to clear up when called. Yeah. And, you know, they, they stuck with that. But I just found myself not giving that much of a fuck about the story itself. I yeah, wasn't invested certain, as, I watched, as I was when I watched the original Hellraiser. To a certain extent, yeah. Oh, no, definitely not as much as but the original. But The film was good enough. That it was that enough was, to, to yeah, carry it. That it, did, that, it. That didn't take away that when the film credits ended, yeah. I actually really liked it a lot. Yeah, I mean, look, for me, I think that my, my main negatives are the ones I've mentioned. It wasn't visceral enough. And it didn't have that sort of S and M eroticism to it. Where it, I, I don't want a Hellraiser like this is a Hellraiser film that I watched and gone, oh my daughter can watch this. Hmm. I don't want to. I don't know if I want a Hellraiser movie that I can happily sit and watch with my thirteen year old. No. Rather than going, no, you're going to fucking wait till you're like sixteen, seventeen, or something to watch this. It was a bit. There were a few scenes in it that I mean, the, when old mate he starts getting sort of flayed alive and the skin starts peeling back. That was up, good. Yeah, I, I thought like, that was quite yeah, nasty. Like and it made me go Ooh, yeah. a little bit, but. Yeah, it, it did. It did lack a lot of. I mean, the first two Hellraiser films are quite gooey. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. He's getting flayed alive, but it's and you can see, you know, muscle and tendon, but there's not a lot of no claret come leaking out of him. No, and you got that risk that you're going to muddy it too much, and it's just going to be all over the place and just turn into a huge crimson mess. But it, I think it needed that wetness. I liked as well how the it went into more detail about how the box works. There were like what six stages. Yeah. Of, yeah. Of, um, yeah, because it starts as a cube and then it configures and eventually yeah. becomes the Leviathan shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they I mean, they, they sort of stuck with the uh, whole shape of the Leviathan thing from the original. Yeah, yeah, which uh, I loved. Yeah, I yeah. really liked it. I mean, I, if, if we had to give it, a, I'd probably give it a seven and a half, eight out of ten. Yeah, I was thinking a seven. To be honest, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, like you said, it's the third best Hellraiser film. Yeah, and that's not really saying a lot. <laughs> Because as the films went on, they got worse and worse and worse to the point where I think a lot of them, when they were written, they weren't written as Hellraiser films. It's just that somebody read the script, thought yeah, we can, we can yeah. capitalise on the Hellraiser brand, 
by adding Pinhead in the last five minutes of yeah. each of these fucking films. Although, to be fair, I've never seen Beyond Number Four. I've seen them all. Yeah, I, I didn't put myself through that. Three was the whole... It's probably a guilty pleasure thing. It's got good moments that I really like, and then other yeah. parts of it, like, I just don't like what they've done with the characters and all that sort of thing, and having them out on Earth, and like you said, Pinhead now having anger issues and all the rest of it. Yeah, and becoming the obvious antagonist. Yeah. And then number four, once your franchise goes to space, you're fucking done there. That's when that's the run out of ideas thing is go to space. There were parts of Bloodline that I quite liked. There were parts that I liked, to be honest. Uh, but, but even if it was crazy powdered wig man at the beginning. <laughs> but, but when you, your franchise goes to space, you're fucking done now. Inferno, which was the fifth one, I think, I don't think it's much good. But there was one further along the line that I actually quite liked. I think it was Deader. Is that the one where Kirsty returns to it? No, that's Hellseeker. Okay. Yeah. And I didn't like that because her character is completely different. Oh, okay. But Dead is the one where I think um, a journalist goes to Romania to investigate some murder or some shit. I can't remember the exact plot. Okay. But there were parts of that that I actually really liked. The okay. one with Lance Hem- You've not seen the one with Lance Hemmingson in it? I haven't seen any of them after Bloodline. Did you not see the new, the, the last new one, Judgment? No, nope. no. I, I've not seen a single one after that. I don't know, uh, I keep asking the same no, question. When no. you keep, like, Ramming down the throat that you haven't fucking seen. But you see this one? I, no, I don't twat. count beyond four. <laughs> you've gone to space, your franchise done now. <laughs> I don't know, I like Jason X. Yeah, but that's it. You've gone to space, that's it. I don't need to then be another Jason. Freddy vs. Jason came after that and we both agreed that that was... I'm presuming that... Joy. Yeah, but that was set before. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. But, but, but it is, once your franchise has gone to space, you've kind of... went to space? Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yes, yeah. See what I mean? went to space, but in fairness, Critters came from space. Yeah, so but then number three, when they go to space, wasn't that great. I thought it was a fourth one, right? Maybe the third it was one Leonardo DiCaprio in it. Was that the third one? Maybe, yeah, I don't know. I really I've got them all at home, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first two were great. How have we gone from Hellraiser to fucking Critters? Did you see the latest one they did a while back? We've I didn't watch it, didn't I still haven't, no. I started liking it, and towards the end I thought, it's going to be shit, I'm not actually... Because didn't it. have the ball of Critters again, rolling around. Yeah, but they almost forgot, I think they forgot that the, the Crites had their own language. Oh really? What, they start speaking English? Or no, I don't think they said a word. Oh, okay. I don't know, I can't remember because I thought it was shit, but... <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, saying this film is the third best Hellraiser isn't a stretch by no. any imagination, but it's a good movie, I enjoyed it. But in... It was better than I hoped. Yeah, but in kind of getting people interested in the franchise and doing its own thing while still keeping faithful to the original, I think it did it. Yeah, I will just say that people need to stop using the word fucking woke as it's driving me insane. It's... Yeah, yeah, just it's a it's a word that moronic people have learned. People are just woke, and then they use snowflake like, and all the rest. Throwing it, it around like yeah. rice at a fucking wedding. <laughs> it's right. I, I commented on something earlier. Some bloke was uh, complaining. It was about House of Dragons, and it was like a uh, it was a story on how you know the. the Hang on, I ain't seen all the episodes. Don't spoil it. No, it's not. I spoiled it, but um, what, I can't remember what they're called. The the black. Uh, characters with the white hair. Oh, there's his the the king's sister was it? Or it was about where they came from and how they sort of fit in. And stuff oh, okay. Like that. Yeah. And some blokes just there is his woke, is his woke. You're daft racist. I think I just commented going, wow, woke, wow, left the agenda, wow, shut well, the fuck up. I, I commented on one of them, one of the groups as well. I think I left it afterwards, and someone else had put like, oh, pushing a fucking political message. And I'm like, oh, I know what you mean, mate. That bit where Pinhead starts running for fucking office and trying to get in the White House. And then you've got all the rest of the Cenobites boycotting the Russian um, embassy for about the year in the, the war in the Ukraine. I'm like, yeah, I see, that was so fucking political, it annoyed me. I'm like, you're a twat. Yeah. There's no fucking political agenda. You think she's like the Hillary, uh, Hillary Clinton Cenobite or something? <laughs> fucking knobheads. I was I like, just, wow, I want straight white everything. Wow. Just, oh, fuck off, you like, Straight dickhead. white people are represented enough, I think. <laughs> Every time you open your mouth and you say the word white, what you're really saying is, I'm a thick racist cunt. <laughs> Yeah. Without saying I'm a thick racist yeah. cunt. You just have a sign that says bigoted twat. Yeah, fucking knobheads. Anyway, yeah. that's another one actually. <laughs> but yeah, we, we both liked the film. It had its downsides, but it, it was faithful enough to the original. It felt part of that world. And like we said, it's the third best Hellraiser movie. We know that's not saying a lot. However, I would watch it again. I, I wouldn't go, I want to watch Hellraiser and then put this one on. If I'm going to watch Hellraiser, I'll watch the first two. But I will watch this again because... Yeah. My wife and daughter hadn't seen it as well, so I was like, come on, we'll, we'll give it a go, see what you guys think. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like you, if, if someone said, let's watch Hellraiser, I would reach for the original. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, but 
if somebody said, let's watch the, the new Hellraiser, I'd be like, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. I'll, I'll probably sit through it again. Mm. You know, and I might find something. There were, I mean, there were things that I was sort of picking up watching it that I really liked. Mm. And like subtle things uh, the characters did, like uh, the lead Cenobite, the way she sort of like held herself and stuff that I thought she's doing that's really, she's, her performance is fucking amazing. Yeah. And there was stuff that I didn't like. I think they did bass down or distort her voice a little bit too much because there were times I was like, the fuck did she say? Hang on, I'm going to have to re- rewind it a bit and put the subtitles on or something because I've missed that. I'd be crap if she'd come to talk to me. Go, you what? Yeah. Hey? You got to speak up, love. I'm yeah, sorry, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not getting that at all. Can you just rip it in and be like, for fuck's sake, just leave this You're twat. You're suffering, Robbery legendary. What? <laughs> yeah. My, my, my nothing's going well. Yeah. Even in Hull? <laughs> what do I want to go there for? Stuff chicken in Hull. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I did enjoy it. So. No, it was good stuff. I enjoyed um, it. Oh, the, I think one other thing that I was like, I thought was a bit stupid. You know, I like the you know the doorways opening where the Cenobites come through. Well, yeah, I thought it was cool. The one in the opening the road was dumb as fuck. They were in the car. And, yeah, but they've drove away and the door was opening behind them. Like they're going to be fucking ten miles down the road by the time you turn <laughs> up. <laughs> you know, that was a little bit like. They're in a car, they're driving off, and you're going, I shall slowly walk from these steps of... I was hoping, and I thought it would be really cool, if they were driving off, and all of a sudden they came from a fucking juddering stop, and they'd stopped them with like chains or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been cool. Or the thing had opened in front of them, so they're like, oh, fuck, we can't get past it now. Yeah. Not like, you've opened behind them as they drove off, that was a bit... (laughs) What are you, a bit late? But yeah, I I liked it for what it did. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind if they continue with it. I think his story... Involving the the lead characters was his weakest point. Yeah, yeah. And like you say, it could have been a bit more visceral. Yeah. I mean, Hellraiser is that's what it is. Yeah. You know, it's it's pain, it's torture, yeah. it's like sadism. Uh, you know, eternity of torment. It's it's supposed to be visceral. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be. It's supposed to make you go. Yeah. You, but, you shouldn't. You should be seeing the hooks going in people and going, ah, fuck. Yeah. Not like nasty. ah, that looked too bad. No. <laughs> you know? No. But yeah, other than that, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was Which, a good movie. I really enjoyed it. You obviously enjoyed it. Hmm. Quite probably not as much as me, but it gets a thumbs up. Unlike I was going to say our next film. Speaking of a lot worse. <laughs> yeah. So we watched. When did you watch it? Saturday. I yeah. I watched some of it. Well, early hours Sunday morning, and I fell asleep. And then when I woke up, I watched the rest of it. We yeah. We watched Halloween Ends this weekend. I mean, I'm a. We're both massive Halloween yeah. fans. And we both, even you liked the 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like a Halloween. It had film. things I didn't like, and then, but yeah, I still enjoyed it. It was a Halloween movie. Yeah, uh, they have some weird fucking sub stories in these films, though. Like the, yeah. the is it the Doctor Certain story in the first one? Complete waste of fucking time. And then we we rewatched Halloween Kills Friday before we watched Ends, and I mean we both like Kills, even though it's a flawed film. Yeah, that stuff it, for the prisoner. Yeah, where they're chasing that prisoner through the hospital and you're just thinking, how does anybody think that's Michael Myers? Yeah. It's fucking Danny DeVito. <laughs> yeah. It's like mistaking Danny DeVito for Dolph Lundgren. It's watching twins and genuinely not being able to tell who's who. <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> which so which one's DeVito? Is it the tall guy? With the, oh, they look so... No, they're both the same height, yeah. same build. Are they? That's the stupid... But other yeah. than that, we both agreed that we enjoyed Kills. It felt like a Halloween film. It was yeah. a slasher movie. And then I put on ends. And I was, <laughs> I was very aware I was sitting there thinking what the fuck have they done? At the beginning I was okay with it. It had the funniest fucking start ever. I thought that was funny. I laughed too. I did. I (laughs) fucking... Again, we're going to be spoiling this. Someone accidentally (coughs) kills a kid. A kid locks this dude and up behind the door and then the, the dude smashed uh, was it what's the guy's name thingy Corey Cunningham Corey. we'll come back to why that's significant yeah. later yeah. so Corey kicks the door open the door hits this little kid in the face just as the kid's like, parents get home knocks into a stairwell yeah. that's about what four or five floors up yeah. so the kid's parents get home they call out for him and then he's like meow splat yeah. and I fucking laughed my ass off because he kind of folded over and everything and it was like it was a little shit stain anyway yeah so. He landed like he always landed in those films where you got to have one leg at a weird fucking jaunty angle. Signifying <laughs> that you're really fucking hurt. It was like bad video game ragdoll physics. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah. I don't know if it was meant to be. Well, I like we laughed anyway. Yeah. I know, yeah, I know where the people that did because I'm like, did you laugh at that? Like, yes, I did. Oh, thank fuck. Let's put it in some form of perspective. Uh, I can't fucking speak today. I've got such a headache. Perspective. When Halloween Kills ended, Michael killed Laurie's daughter. Mm-hmm. And um, that kind of set the wheels in motion for Laurie being fucking pissed off. 
hunting Michael down yeah. and it being the showdown it could have been fucking wonderful it could have been the showdown between two legendary legacy fucking characters it could have been the showdown to end all showdowns yeah. but instead we get a film that decides in the third act of a trilogy to introduce an entirely new fucking character and focus on that character and then click to Laurie who has spent her entire life training herself and her daughter to be ready for when Michael Myers finally comes back <laughs> yeah. but she's figured nah fuck it I'm just going to like Buy a new house, bake some pumpkin pies. She spent 40 years living on a loat shack full of booby traps and then they've had a scuffle with Michael. He's disappeared again and she's gone, fuck it, it's the Martha Stewart life for me Yeah, and I'm going to be a homemaker. Yeah, I mean, Michael killed, what, three or four people in the in the original film? I think a few yeah. of her friends, which, yeah. don't get me wrong, is a horrible thing. So Laurie took that personally and spent her life preparing herself yeah. to take Michael out. When he actually made it personal and killed her <laughs> fucking daughter, she's like, yeah, I'm alright with that. I'm gonna and most become, of the town. Yeah, at the end. But that's the thing I liked with uh, between Halloween, the 2018 Halloween and Kills. Kills started exactly where 2018 finished. I'm like, oh, that's great. I can't wait to see this. You know, ends to see what happened after that big slaughter and fight in the town, and then it's gone four years later. I'm like, yeah. You fucking what now? Yeah. What? <laughs> What? No. I think there was a writers' room meeting where they all sat down. They're like, "Right, we've got a few ideas. We're going to put this script together." But first, let's smoke some crack. (laughs) Tell you what, that crack is really Moorish. (laughs) And they were simply off their tits. Let's write a fucking script. It was just yeah. And then not only that, you're watching it and you're watching it and you're watching it and you're thinking, "Oh, Michael will be here in a minute." Michael will be. Nah. I think 40 minutes in, you first see him when he's living in a fucking sewer. He's like a depressed ninja turtle. (laughs) (laughs) fucking... But there was something that was genuinely terrifying to look at near the start of the film, which was the dudes who bully, the little group that bullies Corey. One of them's got a mullet and fucking bleached eyebrows. Yeah, mullet head. Yeah, I'm like, that is the most horrifying thing I've fucking seen in a long time <laughs> but I that whole bullying gang were all dressed like they were in a 70s movie yeah with the letterman jackets and like you say the mullets yeah and stuff it like. was very fucking I was like what this is only the town that which again ties into well, your other which we'll get to yeah. but in that gang as well there was one girl who was like oh shit you shouldn't be doing this and was like trying to help Corey but she stayed with the gang the entire time there wasn't any point where she's gone they're all cunts I'm gonna go she was like eh, they're all cunts but I'll hang out with them yeah Mate, the fuck was that about? And then, so anyway, the story yeah, starts yeah, following yeah. this Corey character. They kind of took the approach that Rob Zombie took with Halloween in trying to explain more why somebody would be pushed, like, as a consequence of their environment, into becoming a psychopath. Yeah, because... But it was rushed as fuck. Yeah, because the, the, the Corey character who we mentioned, the story focuses on him. He was ostracised for accidentally killing a child people still pick on him they yeah, call him like a murderer and fanatical all this sort of thing. mother like overbearing mother yeah people are calling him like a paedophile or a murderer and all this sort of thing so obviously that's going to impact him yeah. and it's been going on for four years because we have to have that fucking four year jump yeah uh, and then I think while being bullied he meets Laurie who sort of helps she, him out yeah she sees him getting and introduces him to her daughter uh, her granddaughter Alison yeah and then was subjected to the most forced Zero chemistry, yeah, yeah, romance yeah. ever. I mean, and what the fuck, right? Was with, I mean, that uh, the Andy, I can't remember what her last name is, who plays uh, uh, plays Alison, right? It's very attractive, yeah. She's got fucking awful taste in men. That copper who was her ex boyfriend, who looked about 20 years older than yeah, her, I thought, was, when he, he was punching, he walked up to the car and I thought he was just flirting with her. And then they mentioned a bit later on, she says about he's that, actually her fucking ex-boyfriend. dating. I'm like. That's your fucking... That's old enough to be your dad or some shit. Which is... Alright, fine. You know, I'm not going to... People with an age gap or something. It's like, you can do a lot fucking better than that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of fucking standards better. standards are low as fuck. Yeah. Um, what did my wife... He was just a... A creepy fucking... Yeah. I can't remember what she had the word she used, but it made me laugh anyway. But yeah, he was just a fucking creepy fucking He was old just dude. a massive twat. He was just that typical... Stere- or stereotypical kind of... Blokey bloke with all like, oh, I'm going to go out and have a beer with the boys and all this sort of... He had that kind of... It was just a shit stain. Yeah. I fucking hated him. And then you're like... I hated him from the beginning. And then like, wait, you were dating him? Yeah. He's almost Jesus. like a frat boy date rapist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, Jesus Christ, girl, you can do it. Surely... It, wouldn't Laurie have had anything to say about that? It would have been more believable if Laurie was dating him. 
Yeah, so anyway, <laughs> she eventually yeah. hooks up with this Corey dude, and it is yeah. the most chemistry-free, forced fucking... They had too many shots, like Top Gun shots, I was calling them, <laughs> where they're like bombing along to some music on a fucking motorbike. I was, I was glad that there wasn't a sex scene between them, because there was, there's so little chemistry, you might as well have walked on screen and banged two, banged two planks of wood together mm. to simulate it. Yeah. And it had been as exciting, because, yeah, there was nothing between those characters. Yeah, it was rushed and forced and weird. Yeah. And it made no sense to me. The attraction made no sense to me. And they she, hadn't... There were so many red flags with that fellow as well. She should have she been the, the character well. with the bullies who then went to help him, not some random... And then that's, then they start to build a relationship, not have your grandmother come home going, I found this boy on the street, eh? Go on, look at that. Oh. Yeah, and you get love. Yeah, you went out of your cock for a while, go on. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking weird. I mean, she was raised by a woman who was raised in an almost military fucking environment yeah. to defend herself. And like, uh, by, and her grandmother obviously had that in her as well, where she was like, uh, she trained herself with almost military style to protect herself from... Yeah. Murder and, and all these red flags. This girl wasn't fucking picking up on, and it was just—it made no sense. It was—it was a massive like. There was yeah. no. She had the least character development of any de- character in a trilogy of films ever. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, over the course of three movies, it was yeah. You know, that's fucking. Weird. She spent the first film kind of like wanting to have a relationship with the grandmother, but doubting that anything was really going to happen. Yeah, and then when it did. She learned nothing from that. <laughs> no, it was just... fucking weird. Yeah, I didn't get that. They're like, oh, he, and he was how he spoke to her as well. They'd gone out over there in like a burger joint or a diner or something, and he was there was no like nice happy emotion behind what he was saying. It was his deadpan delivery, and he's like, this sounds really fucking creepy. Again, no red flags for her. Yeah, and she was still like, oh, I'm happy going to date with him again. Like, and then he turns up just and he goes, I need to tell you something. I've murdered somebody. And she's yeah. like, that's great. Let's go to Halloween dance. Yeah. <laughs> And then, well, I think nothing makes me laugh. In I a think film. the implication was he was talking about the kid because he didn't say, Oh, no, it was a homeless old man. That kid was like something else now. I've killed a, mm. an old homeless guy because he was a bit, his breath smelled, so I killed him. Yeah. I can't remember what his reason was either. No, I don't know. Was there a re- other day? And nothing makes me laugh more in a film when you see a bunch of trendies dancing to a punk rock band. I was going to say, there was the best thing about this movie was it played Halloween by Dead Kennedy. Yeah. I was like, fuck it, I've written that down. I put, yes, fucking dead Kennedy. Yeah, and then there's just a lot of trendy people dancing to it. Yeah, it's just really yeah. hilarious. I mean, having yeah. been involved in a punk scene all their lives. Well, you more than me, but I like that. We know uh, that's not <laughs> yeah, how that's people not... dance to, to the dead Kennedys. It's fucking hilarious. It always makes me laugh. It would have been funny if we all started fucking pogoing around there, don't we? Yeah, beating the shit out of each <laughs> yeah. other. But that, that was the best fucking thing about a Halloween movie. I did like the score. Obviously, it's John Carpenter, Cody Carpenter. I can't remember the other dude's name, but the score was really good. The scores have been consistently good all three of these movies. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It was it, for me. It was kind of it was there. It was what you expected it to be, mm. which was fine. But it, I think everything else was so bad that yeah. the score faded a bit in the background for me. When Michael shows up, he's obviously like a, a really fucked up old man. All of a sudden, yeah, he's got like no energy or strength. There's a scene where. This Corey character eventually gets taken under Michael's wing, like some form of fucking psycho apprentice, which is weird <laughs> as fuck. Nothing in any movie, no matter which timeline of the of the Halloween told you, franchise. Ninja Turtles. He was like a turtle, and the kids. Who's the the dude with the hockey mask or whatever that was in? Yeah, um, I forgot his name. It was him. <laughs> What's his name? Anyway, fuck it. Yeah, it's just weird. nothing in any of the different time. I mean, there are quite a few timelines. You've got like the timeline that's like one, two. Four, five, six—the Thorn timeline. I think they called it the name. Cause yeah. Uh, for me, for then me, you've got then you've got one, two, H two O. Yeah, yeah. And resurrection. Well, no, well, I would rock. do the Thorn timeline and then end that with H two O. Yeah. And then that to me was a natural end. H two O is not part of the. Um, I know, but I, I would put it there. I would watch the Thorn timeline and then put H two O on because that made sense. Yeah. And then that. you've got the Rob Zombie ones. Yeah. And then you've got this one, Halloween, and then uh, two thousand eighteen kills and ends. But nothing in any of these different timelines has ever suggested that Michael Myers is the kind of fella who's going to take an apprentice. <laughs> well, well, I can't pay you very well, but yeah. you get supplied with your own knives. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking what? Supplied with your own knives. The wages are not great, but you get your own boiler suit. And, and you do get Christmas yeah. off. And you will inherit this mask. Yeah, you it's don't get Halloween sweet. off. Like. No, no. It's the busiest yeah. time of year, so don't be sick. <laughs> You made me forget what uh, you're saying about. um, Going back to Michael being like old and knackered, 
I think they forgot they had a four-year timeline because it made sense that he'd, he'd, he'd had that fight, he'd lost some fingers and all that kind of business. He might have been a bit fucked up after that, although we didn't see that at the end of Kills. He was slaughtering the townies like nobody's business. But he could be like, Phew, you know, I've had a busy day. If that had just happened the day before, he might have had a bond later going, Phew, a little bit pooped after that. Not four years later, still be going, no, I'm knackered, mate, I'm old. I think they forgot everything that they'd set up in the previous ones. In Kills, yeah. it's mentioned that every time Michael kills, he transcends. He gets stronger, and yeah. Which is, and so they probably thought, he's had four years off, oh, right. he's probably weakened. Maybe. But up until 2018, he'd had fucking 40 years yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> and he was alright. Yeah. So that didn't make any sense to me. And, you know, in at the, at the start of Kills, he emerges from a house and kills a fucking platoon of firefighters a yeah. squad of firefighters yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean firefighters are known for being big burly and fit but he takes them out and, over, and you then, say that but all the end. ones in our town are, well when I was growing up because I used to live next door the bloke next to me was a firefighter and so was the guy up the road and they were both fat blokes <laughs> big old beer bellies and you're like you're never going to fucking find a kid in the rebel mate because you're going to be the wrecking ball and knock the place down not, yeah. but yeah Karen, yeah sorry <laughs> and uh, then at the end of kills the mob catch up with him and yeah. they shoot him Stab him, yeah. beating him with baseball bats, and he picks himself up and takes the fucking a lot of them out. Mm. And all these injuries are fresh. And then we're supposed to believe that four years down the line, all of a sudden he's got like a dodgy knee and a <laughs> yeah. back yeah. and fucking. You know, well, like you said though, his, his job doesn't have very good healthcare benefits. No. You know, yeah. those injuries are going to play up over time. Rheumatism and I mean, <laughs> old and arthritic. Were it anyone else? I mean, I didn't like. The Dark Knight Rises very much, but Batman at the start of that is presented as someone who's really paying for the lifestyle, and you can yeah. kind of understand your know, bad knee and has to have a bit of a cane and wobble about on. Not a very good film, I didn't think. But you don't think of Michael Myers four years down the line thinking, "Oh, it's really fucking stuck." <laughs> you know, I'm sure I've got, fucking fucking, I've got a clicky yeah. hip. I've pulled something in my back. Yeah, yeah I've got sciatica. Fucking, I've not taken care of The reason of I don't talk to anyone is because my jaw fucking pops every time I speak and I get that, I get that horrible clicky noise when I eat, so I don't fucking bother now. <laughs> I'm sure I've got arthritis. <laughs> bit of water retention on the I have to get up a, a, twice a night to fucking piss. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. No. Like I say, they, they did establish that maybe he transcends every time he kills and the evil fuels him and this, that and the other, but he had four years off, fine, but he had fucking 40 years yeah. off before that. And he had a bit of a battering in the original Halloween. He'd been shot six times. Yeah. Six times! And, uh, yeah, he fucking... It doesn't make any sense. No, it was it was stupid. But on my notes, after I've written, yes, fucking dead Kennedys, I've written, am I watching the wrong movie? This feels like a random script that was reworked to include Michael Myers. Yeah, but then I had a... You uh, added a very... An observation. Mm, and you are 100% correct, yeah. I think. And it sort of dawned on me as I was watching it, yeah. because things were sort of clicking into place. I thought, hang on a fucking minute. David Gordon Green is remaking Christine with this movie. Yeah. And he's forgotten that he's making a Halloween movie. <laughs> he's honouring the wrong fucking John Carpenter film. Yeah. And I'll explain why. I'll explain to you. I'll explain why. Yeah. The new main character is called Corey Cunningham. Yeah. No, of course not. Was it, was it Archie, uh, Archie? Archie Cunningham. Arnie. Arnie Cuntingham. <laughs> <laughs> why doesn't it say... Cuntingham. Arnie, that's it. And they, yeah, they did call it, their old mate calls him Cuntingham, didn't he? Yeah, and he is nerdy as fuck. Yep. Until he, Christine, and falls in love with the car. This kid is nerdy as fuck <laughs> and picked picked on, much like Arnie, and then eventually meets Alison, and then all of, all of a sudden isn't quite as nerdy. And uh, he starts, he, Michael is almost his Christine that starts driving him into becoming darker and more twisted and yeah. evil, much like Arnie. He also works at a fucking scrap car merchant place, much like Arnie. Yeah, he's, he's quite badly bullied, much like Arnie. And then the bullies turn up at his place of work, much like Arnie, and start <laughs> trashing all his stuff, like his motorbike they and things like that. His motorbike, uh, yeah. So obviously then he doesn't take that very well, and these bullies end up being murdered, much like in Christine. <laughs> it's just fucking Christine. Yeah. The whole his whole his whole character arc is the same as Arnie's in Christine. And even Christine ends with a car crusher, and this ends with a car strap mulchery thing, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 fucking Christine. I was like, I've seen this film before. As soon as you <laughs> said to me that this is Christine, when I, and I was like, you are fucking correct. Yeah, you are one hundred percent. It is. The only thing that would have worked though is if he then, because Arnie drove around inside Christine, as if like. Michael gave him a piggyback all the way through the film. He sat on Michael's shoulders yeah. and then Michael ran around with him. Like, 
Yeah, it's just it's fucking Christine. Did two screen, screenwriters bump into each other and they got all their pages mixed up? <laughs> yeah, because they are remaking Christine. It's, it's it's reasonable to think that they might have collided with so, each other in a hallway yeah. somewhere. So somewhere we're going to get a Christine movie where these people are going to get stalked around the house by a, a fucking car in a white mask. A, yeah, <laughs> where, carrying a knife. <laughs> And all you're going to hear is that distant brum, brum, and then the car comes running out you with a knife in its tyre to stab you. It'll be like um, a horror version of Cars. Yeah. This film should have been about Michael and Laurie. Yeah. Not some new fucking dude. Halloween Kills set it up perfectly to become something very fucking personal where Laurie decided to hunt down Michael Myers and have it out because he killed her fucking daughter. But like we said, instead she goes into this like Martha Stewart mode where she's just kind of trying to figure yeah. out... I mean, just not forget about it because she's writing a book about her experience. But she's putting up Halloween decorations and making pumpkin pie or whatever, and you're just like... And Michael hasn't been caught or found. He's no. still out there, but she's letting that go. She's when he's incarcerated, she's a paranoid yeah. mess, but when he's actually loose and nobody knows where he is, she's absolutely fucking fine. Like you said, ah, oh, no, he's killed my daughter, but uh, let bygones be bygones. Yeah, yeah, I don't know where he is. He yeah. could be back at any given time. <laughs> it's Halloween, a season, that, a time of the year that is generally not good for me, yeah. but I'm going to bake some fucking pies and shit. Who gives a shit about that? And then... My the showdown, the, the whole point of the film, the epic showdown, eventually does come, and it is good, but it's over in five fucking minutes. But the thing, this is a hundred and ten minute movie. It takes it ninety minutes to Halloween. Yeah. It's oh my god! It was it was. I don't. I own the twenty eighteen Halloween. I don't own Halloween Kills. It was on. It was on my Amazon wish list. Because I'm like, it's, it's cheap now, I'll pick it up. This movie was that bad, I went and deleted it off. And I'm like, I can't be fucking... Not at the moment, I'm not... No. Will I ever watch that Kills now because of this being shit? If it was a good trilogy, I'd watch it as a standalone trilogy. Now I don't know if I can be fucking bothered with it. Yeah. I'll, I'll stick with the originals and just... I kind of get it. There's been a lot of these fucking movies, and they are very formulaic. Mm. You know, the, the, the slasher movies. Michael Myers stalks babysitters and, and his sister and all this and or a relative as in like Daniel Harris's character yeah yeah the uh, niece or whatever in, in yeah. the uh, fourth fifth and sixth Fourth, one. yeah it's, and, and they probably thought we want to try something a little bit different and that's fine yeah. and I'm on board with that and had this been a standalone film it might not have fucking bothered me as much no like, what, it's like the, Season of the Witch yeah as a standalone movie I fucking love it it's a great film but it's the concluding chapter of a trilogy yeah the whole point was it's a trilogy so to fucking if they'd have done something different, tried this shit in kills, it might work better for me. They could have spent ends like tying it up better, mm. but they put it as the third. It's like watching the Lord of the Rings, and you've got like Frodo being given the ring, deciding to take the uh, the walk to Mordor. He sets off with the uh, things. That's fine. Mm. He gets he has a few adventures on the way. Then it clicks to the next one where they've all been separated, but him and Sam find Gollum and they fucking carry on walking towards the Mordor or get the ring and then all of a sudden it clicks to fucking part three and no one else is fucking Sauron's not fucking seen or mentioned until like the last <laughs> ten minutes Frodo and Sam have been sidelined because they've introduced fucking Gary <laughs> 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 fucking Gary the nerdy fucking shoemaker and then oh but you also need Gandalf who's been worried about Sauron all this time suddenly going and um, Going to live in a small cottage oh, somewhere. It's not so much of yeah. a problem anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll leave it for a small time. Yes, fuck it. Pretty yeah. <laughs> good. I'm off to do other wizardy things. <laughs> <laughs> wizardy things. Like, I'm going to just, my apartment. I'm just going to go and make fire. Fucking... It's just weird. The... It's a weird fucking. It has completely, completely fucking killed the Halloween franchise, even possibly more than the shitty one with Buster Rhymes did. You know? <laughs> No, I don't agree. <laughs> Maybe not, but no. it was like oh, I'm just I'm completely done with it. If if you want to say that the 2018 Halloween movie was digging up a dead dog anyway, yeah, because Halloween's had its time. It dug up a dead dog. It fucking stinks, but at least it's still dog shaped. And then Halloween Kills took the dead dog, waved it around a little bit. Stuff started dropping off it. It was vaguely dog shaped. Yeah, and then Halloween Ends come along. And went on holiday. Forgot that it was a dead dog laying in its house in bits. Went on holiday. <laughs> done its own thing. Come back and went... And then the last minute went, Oh shit, I've got a dead dog in my house. I ain't fucking cleaned it up yet. Better do that now. Yeah. It's just... Oh, it's fucking... I can't be... I just really didn't enjoy anything apart from having fucking dead Kennedys in the soundtrack. And that shouldn't be the main point. No, I also enjoyed... Really like the, kid, the right. opening credit. 
with the pumpkins merging from inside other pumpkins. I thought that was quite clever. I kind of did, but then I realised it was doing that whole thing about the evil inside, and I'm like, oh, that's, I don't fucking like it now. Yeah. I also quite liked, because I did notice, the, the nerd in me noticed that the credits to the, op- the opening credits were in blue, much like Halloween, Halloween 3. Halloween 3. But, yeah. <laughs> but that is it. I'd rather they just done, they were like, oh, we're going to forget about the Michael Myers thing, we're going to do our own Halloween 3, and we'll have like the Silver Shamrock Company. I'm like, yeah, fine. Yeah. I, I wouldn't but it was marketed as a trilogy. You cast as a young Tom Atkins. Old Tom Atkins. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Who the fuck else is going to do it? <laughs> Good answer. Maybe what's his name who played Goose's son in Top Gun? He had a nice moustache. Ah, I don't know. He could pull it off without... I've, without I've never Top Gunned. Uh, that, that was a good sequel. Unlike fucking this. It's just that they must have got like so far through filming and thought, oh, fuck, we haven't put Michael Myers in it. But even when it's like getting towards the the end of baking the pie and realising you haven't put any egg in the pastry mix. (laughs) I think you put egg in pastry mix, don't you? I don't bake. Nah, I don't. Yeah, you do. You must do, surely. Fuck knows. Yeah. If it's not, that's a really shit. It's like baking a pie and then doing an hour talk about the pie you're going to bake and then going, oh, fuck, I haven't been and bought my ingredients yet. (laughs) You haven't got any food. I don't own an oven. It's not pie, love, it's just pastry. (laughs) (laughs) Someone else that annoyed me, I mean, we're now getting to the bit, 90 minutes in. We're starting to Halloween, but we get the bit where Laurie's they make you think she's going to commit suicide. She phones the police. Police don't turn up, but they phone her fucking granddaughter to say your mum, your grandma's phoned us. Is she okay? That really pissed Marie off as we yeah. were watching it. Like, why are they ringing her and not going <laughs> to the fucking house? Yeah. It's just, oh, it's just weird decision. Like, like, weird I wouldn't decision. want a random phone call from the police going. Your, your mate Lee, he's, he's phoned us up and said there's been a suicide at his, ha- at his address. Do you know if he's all right? Yeah, just give him a ring for me, will yeah. you? <laughs> Do you want to pop round? <laughs> oh, and um, oh, in the end, we, 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 have the, we have the fight. And then it, it copies something from another movie when they strap um, Michael to the roof of the car and turns it to National Lampoon's vacation. <laughs> With a dead man. With a dead man <laughs> on the roof. <laughs> the only thing they were missing was pissy sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> And they randomly brought up that sheriff dude or whatever right at the end. Yeah. And everyone's going, that's not how we do things. And it is now, whatever that stupid fucking line was. Yeah. <laughs> that's not how things are done around here. And like, they are now. Halloween ends tonight. Or and I'll fuck off. The best scene I thought was the scene in the supermarket where Laurie and that sheriff, what's his name? Um, oh, I can't remember. They start sort of like talking and, and flirting over the vegetable. And it was really well acted. And actually quite a nice scene in an otherwise yeah. badly written film. <laughs> my my conclusion for this is to quote what Laurie was putting in her book towards the end, which was she said, the story as we told it was to fade with time. I fucking hope so. Because evil never dies, but it does shit the bed. <laughs> yeah. Just be fucking done with us now, please. Just stop. Stop. Trying to reinvent the same horror movies. Look at how much we hated. Right, Hellraiser was okay, but it yeah. wasn't. We've, we've, you know, we've gone. We've had this conversation about it. It wasn't as good as the originals, but for what it did, it was okay. But look at the last Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, it was stuff like that. Just, just fucking just come up with a new premise. That Terrifier Two seems to be doing really fucking well at the moment. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. I can't. I don't think it's going to be. I can't believe it's a two and a half hour slasher movie, yeah. but apparently it doesn't feel like it because it just falls to the fucking wall. I love the first one. Yeah, so do I. David Howard Thornton's fucking brilliant. But this is the thing. This is kind of touching on what you've just said. Trying to reinvent certain things doesn't fucking work. The no. Texas Chainsaw Massacre works because it is what it is and was at the time. Yeah. Halloween works because it is what it is and was at the time. Mm. And changing that formula in any fucking way makes it something completely different and yeah. it doesn't work. There are more interesting things being done with newer generation of slasher characters. Like Hatchet, for example. Oh, I love the, Hatchet. The, the Hatchet yeah. movies are great. Mm. Victor Crowley's a great new addition to the fucking slasher genre. Yeah. genre. Terrify is great. Art the Clown is a great new addition yeah, to. Definitely. You don't need to keep fucking rebooting and reimagining old shit that worked because it is what it was. That doesn't work because no. you're changing it. You're trying to modernise it, and that spoils it. I don't want to be sitting here 10, 20 years down the line talking about the new Terrifier reboot. No. Because it's going to be fucking awful. 
Terrifier and Hatchet are proof that coming up with something new. I mean, mm. I know Hatchet is a love letter to the Friday the Thirteenth. Oh films, yeah, and it, it rips a lot on it, but it does it in a very good way, and it works. It still has its own yeah. path. It's following. Terrifier now. is a love letter to slasher movies yeah. of like the eighties. It's got a very eighties feel yeah. to it, and it fucking works yeah. because they do it well. But they're not trying to repaint the Mona Lisa. No, <laughs> this is like that woman who did the potato Jesus thing. <laughs> Not where, you know what I mean yeah. where she'd gone that church well, I'll paint your Jesus picture for you and then it looked like you'd been kicked down with a set of stairs yeah. That's, yeah, it's, it's that for your repainting the Mona Lisa it's that here's your original picture that's really good and here's potato Jesus yeah. it's just just fucking leave it alone yeah, leave it alone. I mean I love Halloween I'm mm. a fuck, Halloween is one in my top five the original Halloween the yeah. Halloween is in my top five I didn't dislike Rob Zombie's first film I thought it was alright it was different I yeah. quite liked the way Halloween 2 Rob Zombie was shit yeah you got it was another weird fucking a movie. huge chunk of movie that doesn't actually happen yeah because it was like it does the whole it was and all the dream the bit thing, that which... doesn't happen is the best bit of the film yeah yeah Halloween Resurrection was fucking garbage yeah Halloween 5 I don't like very much but is that Curse of or is that I can't remember which ones were... oh fuck I don't know no that's the Revenge of Michael oh Myers. okay but I am perfectly... And I even got excited. When I first read about this new series of films that are coming out, I got excited. Hmm. I was like, great, I get to see Michael Myers back in the cinema again. But I have got to a point with it now where I think, if I never... If they never do it again, I'm all right with that. Yeah, I am. Leave it alone. I'm not ever going to watch Halloween Ends again. No. No, I won't. I'd have to be forced at gunpoint, and then I might still rather take a bullet. Yeah. I watched the 2018 in the cinema. I came out with a smile on my face. Hmm. Last Halloween, last October... Me and the wife, we watched the first one again, like the 2018. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then Kills, one after the other. And we had a really good night with it. We had a really good time. And she sort of said afterwards, that was a really fun way of doing it. I was like, yeah. Mm. So we thought we'll do it again with this one. And when Ends finished, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm pissed all over Well, I introduced my daughter to the Halloween franchise. I think we we might even have watched Halloween last October. And then I got she watched the new one because it follows on for one another. And I thought that's going to be easier in a way. Than going through all the other ones and trying to figure out the timeline. Yeah. And now I'm like, fuck, what have I done? I don't want to finish this trilogy for her. I'm like, just just forget about it. Maybe she can watch Kills and then like, well, just forget about this one. And now I'm even more concerned because David Gordon Green is doing the Exorcist remake. Well, it's not a remake. I think it's a direct sequel to the... But they've done like, that uh, with Exorcist 3. <laughs> Exorcist 3 was a good film. We had a direct sequel. The priest in the fucking nuthouse or whatever, and he yeah. was getting yeah. He already had a direct sequel. The same as this, we already had a direct sequel to Halloween. Yeah, Exorcist Three was great for one reason and one reason only because it showed that you can do a decent sequel, and because Two was just a big pile of shit. Or Brad Dourif should have won a fucking Oscar for that film. His performance in that film is yeah. amazing. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm like, oh god, what's he going to fucking do with The Exorcist? I don't know. It's We've we've said before you you get that point where you hear about a remake and then you're like oh for fuck's sake and you're trying to ignore that and go by the whole thing of if it's shit I won't care I'll ignore it and I'll just stick with the originals but sometimes yeah, I, don't, I don't agree when people come out of these things and like they've what they've experienced with ends like we did and they're like that's it you've ruined fucking Halloween you haven't yeah. the, the 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 original Halloween is still a thing it yeah. still exists I still love it I should still watch it this Halloween I'll, I will still watch one two. Four, five, six, and then H2O, because to me, that's how it kind of. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to bother the rest. And if somebody said to me, Do you want to watch the Rob Zombie one? I'd be like, yeah, I'll watch the first one, will you? Yeah, I'll be, yeah. I'll be like, Yeah, okay. I'll, I don't mind that. I'll, yeah. I'll give that a watch. But probably not the second one, because it's garbage. <laughs> no, it not very good. Yeah, it, it, doesn't take, it doesn't take away the fact that the, it's like people were sort of saying about, Oh, Nightmare on Street, really. It didn't. Yeah. You've still got a Nightmare on Elm Street. You've still got a Nightmare on Elm Street. I like one, two, three, yeah. and four. I will still watch the original. And- if I'm going to watch more, I will do them all, including um, Freddy's Dead. Even though I fucking think that film is just done as shit. But that will, reminds me what I was going to say, all. though, right? They kind of pull up Freddy's Dead in, in the new Halloween film because the, the Haddonfield is turned oh, on yeah, itself. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so scarred mm. by the whole Michael Myers thing that it's kind of turning in on itself and everybody's like uh, hostile towards everybody else. It pains me to fucking say that they did that better in A Nightmare on Elm Street 6. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't mind that. <laughs> that the, the town with no children in it, and everyone's yeah. just gone fucking nuts. Yeah, they they actually in a film that's. I mean, Elm Street Six is garbage. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. a horrible, horrible movie. But they actually approach the whole of the town yeah. being I've... scarred by by the killer mm. from the previous films. They did. They handled that better. Because you you sure by by now in Haddonfield to be like we we don't do Halloween celebrations yeah, Halloween in this is town. Banned. Yeah, 
It's just not going to happen because no. it's, it goes hand in hand with tragedy and death for our town. So we're not going to do it. No. You know, but yeah, this film was just so problematic. Yeah. And like you say, I should probably never watch it again. No. <laughs> it will be like, I will forget it exists. I'm, I'm, be interested if I could somehow if someone could edit it and so it is just like here's a ten minute movie about Michael Myers it's done I've took all these little bits that he's in from the film and tried to make us forget about the love story and just yeah. do it so you could thing. probably actually edit all three of those films into one really good film you probably could actually probably yeah, like a, there was a lot a, of superfluous a great two hour film or something yeah yeah, I bet you could make something really good of it. The, the showdown between Laurie and Michael at the end should have been the pinnacle of the entire trilogy yeah and to, to have it last as long as it did and that their whole highlight of the showdown at the end was like, oh, she's got a knitting needle. Yeah. Oh man, she stabbed him with a knitting needle. Wait, you know, forty-four years ago, she's going to get him with it again. Woohoo! And then how do they kill him in the most anticlimactic way possible? They get a very sharp knife and go slowly, yeah. like opening a box. <laughs> but then when he's, she's got him pinned to the table and then stabs him in the side. I'm like, why don't you just stab him in the fucking skull? Yeah. I think like, brain is done with. Yeah. The headshot's the only true stopper. And then I'm going to push a fridge on him. Yeah. <laughs> is it all this time his kryptonite is a fucking hot point fridge? <laughs> not chilled goods. <laughs> We're like Nicolas Cage in Wicker Man, but he's like, not the peas. <laughs> Oh, that would be God. amazing <laughs> it, it wasn't a good film at all I, no. I'm never going to watch it again if I can help it <laughs> no me either <laughs> so yeah and I'm sticking with the original massive fucking... massive massive disappointment yeah coming from somebody who loves fucking Halloween and the Halloween and like a lot of the sequels I've really loved mm. and you know I love the 2018 I like Kills even though a lot of people don't this is shit yeah massively yeah. shit 100% to sort of end on a good note, though. Yeah. Something that isn't shit. Have you watched any of season two of Chucky yet? No, I haven't. It's good. I'm really enjoying it. It's such a fun, stupid fucking show. Oh, okay. I'm really enjoying it. I love the first season. I thought it was great. Yeah. I might even rewatch it just to get back into this one. I'm a bit behind on seasons. I done like everyone else did and threw away She-Hulk. I haven't finished it yet. I saw the shitty wedding episode. Yeah. I started to watch the next one where apparently Daredevil's in it and I was starting and I thought, I can't, I'm, I'm not doing this. I said to Maria, I said, just what I want from my Marvel show, fucking Ali McBeal. That's <laughs> what I said, the same thing. I'm like, yeah. I was like, I, I can't physically fucking do this. I'm like, no. I'm, I'm just going to stop and that's it. I'm never going to watch it. I finished Rings of Power. I haven't. I've got two episodes left to watch. So you got, one, you got one left to watch. No, I've got two. You? I thought no, you saw that one that I. Oh, is it two? No, maybe it is two. You're it right. Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had we had uh, yeah. Marie lad Josh staying last week because his birthday, so we got behind him. Because episode six was really. I still, I still haven't watched last week's House of Dragon yet either. I'm too behind. I think. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd accidentally skipped an episode. I went to put it on, and there was a funeral going on. I'm like, oh fuck! Oh, oh shit! Quick, stop it! I need yeah. to go back and. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying the, the the best thing for me. I mean, Chucky season two is. Well, the first season as well is funny. Mm. It's light-hearted. Don't take itself very seriously. But we watched the second episode yesterday, and the best thing about this series so far is Jennifer Tilly, who's just fucking wonderful in it. Oh, okay. She's I need to utterly fucking insane, and just having a ball of a time playing Tiffany, who's supposed to be pretending that she's Jennifer Tilly. Yeah, yeah. Really oh, the whole thing funny. from was it Seed of Chucky, where yeah. she put her soul in it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just a good fight. It must be really tricky to play as someone. Pretending to be you. Yeah. <laughs> Which is nice to do that. But you get of. to send yourself up. I mean, yeah. she's obviously... She's almost playing somebody else taking the piss out of her. Which is... Um, my name is Bruce. Yeah. Well, yeah. How Bruce Campbell did that exaggerated version and made himself an arsehole. Nicholas Cage did it recently in that um, film. Uh, what was it called? Uh, oh... The bell like being of being Nick Cage, wasn't it? Yeah, being, being famous or something. Yeah, yeah, and he did that quite well, but it's Nick Cage, and I like Nick Cage. But I didn't like the Ghost Land thing. I stopped watching that. I haven't seen it. I, I was just like, I oh, did I watch it all? I might have watched it all, but it was just like, it's, I don't know what's happening anymore. I don't know. I was like that with Mandy. I tried twice to get through Mandy and can't do it. I don't think I've done that one. Oh well, we're digressing quite a bit. Yeah, but Chucky's really, I'm really enjoying it. And it's, the only reason I'm sort of bringing it up is because I'm having a really good time with that, which was sorely lacking yeah, from yeah, yeah. fucking Halloween. And well, I'm still, I'm, I'm trying to do almost a film a day. I fell behind a little bit. 
through October. I forgot what I'm watching tonight. What's the one with the fucking... Should it begins with a P? The Mutant Bears, where they look like they've been covered in pate and they're stomping through the woods. The cover's got like it. It's in a little fleshy... Someone will know. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, fuck. I ain't got to be phoning me. I need to look up Mutant Bear movies. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm looking for the cocaine bear. Oh, fucking hell. That's based on a real thing, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But a bear that accidentally snorted fucking kilos of the cocaine and then went on a rampage. And but it's directed by Elizabeth Banks. Didn't this get a whole thing? Then it was another Facebook thing where you'd mention, you type in the word cocaine and you get a fucking ban yeah. slapped on you. Yeah. I'm surprised I didn't get one last night for what I posted about the Republicans. I don't think I saw that. Okay. Did you not see? It was like um, 2022 Republican election. Uh, we took away your right to an abortion for after we've raped you. Oh, I didn't see that one. No, no, I didn't see <laughs> so that one. So for us. And I, thought, I put it on there and I was like, I'm going to get banned for this. But I thought, fuck it. I'll I tried very it. carefully not to use cocaine when someone someone had mentioned something about Stephen... Oh, was it Andy who mentioned something? Oh, yeah, you mentioned about the um, the party powder up the nose or something. Yeah, I, I put his magical nose sherbet because I yeah. thought that might get me around the cocaine ban because I did put coke and then thought, no, I'll, I'll word it differently. I'm actively... I'm, it's almost like something in my head is actively trying to get myself banned now. <laughs> like... And I, I know I shouldn't. I, hand, I mean, Facebook for me is a handy tool, much like it will be for you as well, yeah, yeah. you know, when we promote our stuff on it, like podcasts and our books and things like that. And it's probably the most that I use it for now. I socialise more with digital people than I do with people in the real world. Yeah. And I, the main way I'll be doing that is through Facebook. And but stuff, part so. of me is just going, get yourself badly. You give a fuck. This is <laughs> so stupid. It's like fucking China. It's like China run Facebook now and you can't say this and you can't post this and you can't do that because you will be back. All that will happen is people will just, something else will turn up and people will go there. Good. Sooner or later, yeah. And exactly. Zuckerberg can sit there with his thumb up his fucking ass wondering what went wrong. <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, we're, we're, we're really digressing. So, Hellraiser, pretty Yay. good. And Halloween. Halloween. Nay. Just nay. <laughs> just fucking there mad. are people who are enjoying it not many most of what I've seen have been completely fucking negative didn't even Jamie Lee Curtis post something before it was released about Halloween Ends was going to really piss fans off oh, yeah I mean, well done if that was your goal yeah. you fucking did well <laughs> why, why would you want to, why would you want to yeah. make a film that pisses fans off it's a, it's a complete non-entity not only will I never watch it again I'll probably forget all about it even existing if I'm lucky I'll try to if I'm going to watch Halloween I'm going to watch the original one which it, is quite like you, I tend to watch it every Halloween. Yeah, it is to me, just like Halloween Resurrection. It exists in yeah. the franchise and I never watch it. But it, it, it's now time they need to, I mean we say this all the time, but stop retreading ground that others have done. Do your own thing. You can be influenced by them, fine. Yeah, but yeah, you can pay homage to them, that's fine as well. But like, um, not long after Brian De Palma directed Carrie, he did The Fury. Hmm. Psychic people, but now it's got two psychic people in it. But it was a good fucking film, I quite liked it. Yeah. So you kind of been influenced by one thing, but then your own story, that's fine. I mean, but Terrifier 2 is doing that well, that it was supposed to have a nice, one night's release in the cinemas, and it did so well that they extended it, and they just oh, extended okay. it again, because they wanted to like give it a couple of nights in a certain selection of cinemas, and then uh, release it on video on demand, but it's doing so well, they keep extending that oh, one, good, good, and it's good. just living proof that you can come up with something yeah. new you don't need a massive even though, budget you don't. even though or Terrify is new it's in in a sense quite old style yeah oh yeah yeah you yeah. know they're not reinventing the wheel they're using yeah. stuff that like tropes and things like that that have existed for a very fucking long time and and concepts and things like that but they've freshly packaged it yeah and it works and I think you haven't had a slasher villain who is completely silent yet also so emotive because hmm. you have silent characters like Jason and Michael but yeah Art is just so emotive and fucking hilarious. It'd be very easy to underplay what a wonderful performance that is. I've got, I mean, oh, I have yeah, yeah, Terrifier yeah. 2, but I imagine well, you're even from yeah, more of I have, I have two problems with Terrifier 2. One is, it's not coming out here at the cinemas. We've still got to wait at the time of recording like a few more days yet till it comes out, and it's only going to be DVD and Blu-ray. Mm. We're not going to get it streaming, we're not going to get it at cinema. It just fucking annoys me. Do you know, I forgot what the second thing was. <laughs> doesn't matter. Oh, well. The second thing is, I can't remember, fuck all. Yeah, there was that. There was something else that was annoying me about it. it not in a... Oh, the, all the people going on about, oh, there's all these people fainting and throwing up. Fuck off. I see that the other day, someone yeah. posted, people keep fainting and throwing up, and I just type and leave, don't tease me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, whenever you see a thing from going, it's the best horror film in decades, you're like, oh, it's going to be shit then. 
and any film where it trailers it by showing night vision footage of people's freaking out in the cinema you're like that's another film it's going to be shit then I love the way that a lot of these the, the streaming services like Netflix and that try and promote like horror films that they've done coming out by saying oh it's so scary people can't what, finish it yeah. and then I watch it and I think no people aren't finishing it because it's shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's not that they can't finish it because it's scary. They can't be bothered to finish it because it's <laughs> fucking awful. But, yeah, fuck it. We will be reviewing Terrifier too, I am yes, sure. Yeah. And uh, we did interview um, David Aaron Thornton, who plays art on our website, so you should check that out. He was a really cool dude. Yeah. Realhorrorshow.com. Maybe we can get him to do a podcast. Real horror show. I can't remember. Yeah, real horror and that's real R W L. I know you said double R. That'd been really fucking. It's horror show. Real. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can get him to do a podcast interview or something. That'd be quite cool. He was a decent bloke, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. His performances are is fantastic, and I'm really looking forward to that. And he had another. He give us the behind the scenes incident they had didn't they or an on-set incident where the police had turned up because someone had seen this figure yeah. covered in blood and he alluded to the fact that there was something similar happened yeah. filming the second one so I want to know what that was as well yeah yeah. but I think I, I get the impression they just had a whale of a time making yeah. that film oh, yeah. I think they were like I read somewhere that they were just really pushing it thinking I wonder what we can get away with we got that thing. Yeah, you always and when to... nobody was stopping them yeah. they just kept <laughs> you, you, you always want to top and better what you did before so they must have gone like how do we top Sawing a woman in half from her lady bits. From the minge down. All the way down to her yeah. fucking jaw. Yeah, from minge down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can't wait for that. I'm so. But Marie said, oh, we'll have to watch the first one again soon, so we're fresh. I watched like, yeah, it. Up for that. I watched it last week again just to be like, right, I'm fucking ready to go. I think, yeah. Mm. So I've done that as part of my little October yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah excited for that shit mm-hmm. right okay. should we fuck off yeah I think we've kept people long enough <coughs> yeah we've had, a, we've had a moan yeah <laughs> but I think it was justified on this occasion yeah oh yeah it's always justified with our sleep we're not grumpy for the sake of it are yeah. we yeah <laughs> we might be yeah you're true yeah it's true right let's fuck off then alright thank you very much bye sayonara mm-hmm.